Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. What do you have to say? Wow. Sean Keen, how are you? I'm good. I, uh, Clipper Daryl, I kind of knew he wouldn't like this trade. Wasn't he kind of dogging Blake Griffin earlier this year, though? No, he was dogging Doc Rivers. He's always dogging Doc Rivers. (laughs) In fact, Clipper Daryl, how do you feel about Doc Rivers? Fire Doc Rivers! Good to know, Dick, uh... Clipper Daryl, good yeah. to know. Right out of the gate. Uh, yeah, I guess we should mention it right out of the, the gate. Uh, Blake Griffin got traded to Detroit. What? And, Sean, you're a comedian. Yes. I'm a semi-comedian. Yes. Uh, how's the comedy scene in Detroit? You know, I don't know if it's great. Um, <laughs> someone's at the closest comedy club to uh the the pal or wherever they're i don't know what their arena is called little caesars little caesars arena yeah pizza pizza arena arena <laughs> um hot and ready yeah. hot and arena uh they said the f- closest comedy club is actually in canada. canada yeah now that's not it's not that big a deal considering you know there are parts of canada south of detroit mm-hmm. um but yeah i don't i don't know that 
I can't really think of a comedian from immediately from Detroit. Jay Leno feels like he should be from oh, Detroit. Oh, Tim Allen. But, I think. Oh, yeah, Tim Allen, yeah. Okay, well, that's somebody. <laughs> the Santa Claus himself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but you know why we didn't? We shouldn't have mentioned him because, you know, we we're, he's a Republican in Hollywood, and that's like worse than being a Jew in Germany or that whatever. Is true. He said that one time. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, yeah. Tim Allen. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> Tim Allen, you're not allowed in the woke-off, buddy. <laughs> um, but I guess we should talk about the parameters of this trade. Yeah. Um, so the Pistons... Oh, let's talk about what the Clippers got first. Okay. Uh, the Clippers get Tobias Harris, uh-huh. Avery Bradley, okay. Boban! Oh, America's Hello. Favorite. 2000, uh, 2008 <laughs> first-round pick that's protected one through four for... A hundred years, so yeah. it's definitely going this year. Yeah, it's going, yeah. Uh, and a second round pick. And the Clippers mm-hmm. got Blake Griffin, but... Oh, the Pistons, yeah. I mean, the Pistons got Blake Griffin, uh, which was reported forever, and everyone just talked about it as the Pistons getting Blake Griffin, and then late last night someone was like, oh yeah, and also the, the Pistons got Willie Reed and Bryce Johnson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be- and yeah. Willie Reed is good. Is he? Yeah, he's a good he's a good backup big. Doesn't he have some kind of legal thing heading over his head? I mean Oh well it's uh I mean he has a domestic violence charge, which isn't great. No. But it is it has been dismissed. But you know what else wasn't great? What's that? Uh Avery Bradley should be worried he's uh coming to Me Too town. Oh, really? Yeah, because it came out like a month ago that Avery Bradley paid off a lady in a civil suit. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah. He gave her like 600 grand. <laughs> so fuck Avery Bradley yeah. and fuck Willie Reed. Uh, that's what we just learned. <laughs> uh, it's great that Doc Rivers managed, he's like switched to acquiring like, like Eastern Conference all-star snubs mm-hmm. now instead of old all-stars that's kind of nice yeah um all right sean let's talk about let's talk about this trade yeah uh how do you feel about it i i don't i don't really hate it for the pistons as much as i did when i first saw it but i i love it for the clippers it does that does that make sense like it's a weird i I don't really understand why these two teams are trading with each other mm-hmm. to begin with but um the clippers probably never should have signed Blake Griffin to a 5 year max extension anyway they definitely shouldn't have put him on a t-shirt with Mahatma Gandhi and that Martin was, Luther King that was bold <laughs> and they had a mock jersey retirement what i'm wondering with the clippers is was Jerry West just not actually in charge yet at the point that they re-signed Blake Griffin I like, don't were they, know. It feels like something where I can't believe that they were that into Blake and then got that sour on him. To me, that says somebody new is making decisions. Yeah. Um, I think what happened... I, I mean, this. I think we can all agree this is definitely a Jerry West trade. 
Yes, it feels, uh, like you said, it feels like the Monte Ellis trade. Yeah. Where a team's like just on the fringes of getting the eight seed or maybe the seven seed. It was the eight seed for the Warriors, but yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and then but, trades, but they kind of suck. And then trades the most popular player in franchise. In, not in fran- Well, in the Clippers, it's in franchise history. But in like but, the recent yeah. five years. <laughs> uh, four things that... I mean, you are higher on Tobias Harris and Avery Bradley than I am. Um, I am, but it's kind of like... It's weird because I don't... I don't think this I think this definitely does not make them better in the playoffs. I mean, I'm not very into Avery Bradley to be honest, but uh, uh his shooting numbers are not as good as you'd think they No, be. he's shooting badly from outside. And maybe he's that's good like, on spot-ups, but that's it. So, I can see how he works with the Clippers now. Like their team seems to make a little more sense now because well, it's Austin's team. It's Austin's team now. That's the important thing is they finally handed... Austin's the captain now. <laughs> right? Wait. Blake Griffin was probably the captain, right? I think he would have been. I don't really uh, feel like DeAndre would be the captain. I bet they're co-captains. I forgot DeAndre's still there. Oh. If they trade DeAndre, though, they have to name a new captain, right? It's got to be Austin. Except... Well, Gallo, they just announced, is playing tonight. Oh, that's so good. So Gallo's coming back just in time to be the first option. So yeah. That's why his butt, his butt <laughs> healed at the excitement of uh, getting to shoot as many times as he wants. So he was butt hurt, and now he's not <laughs> anymore. And now he's butt healed. Yeah, he's butt healed. Okay. He's buddy healed. <laughs> so, I mean, the, the Clippers now, you know, they got two starters in return for one starter. But, I mean, I think I think what they're doing is hitting the reset button on what they did seven months ago. And it's weird because I can see both sides of it that someone's like, wow, they effectively the Pistons got Blake Griffin for a first round pick, a second round pick and Tobias Harris basically. Yeah. But also it seems like it's going to be terrible to have 32 year old Blake Griffin making $39 million in four years. I see what you're saying. And I'm going to say, I look, I feel like I'm weirdly in the minority on this trade. And that is not very uh, normal for me. I Uh usually, have I usually think the same as like basketball people, uh-huh. but I'm pretty high on this trade for the Pistons because first off, uh-huh. every time like the Pistons are going to do something with uh, cap space, fuck that. Every time that happens, they sign Boban or Charlie Villanueva, yeah, or, or Ben Gordon, Langston, or Galloway. Josh Smith. Um, <laughs> yeah, Josh Smith, who is still on the books for two more seasons after this one and i will forever hate the pistons for ruining my hero josh smith uh anthony randolph east um (laughs) i mean maybe they could add randolph in the offseason i mean it's kind of funny that in the end josh smith fired the bullet that destroyed this clipper team years later yeah that's amazing (laughs) and then went to play for the clippers the next year (laughs) And then got released and just went back to the Rockets. Um, but, okay, I think Blake Griffin just desperately needs to get away from Doc Rivers. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've, I have dev- 
all of this, I completely agree with. Everything that's like blow up the Clippers, the Rivers family is a problem. Blake <laughs> and DeAndre do not seem like they're super great friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, DeAndre is still pining for Chris Paul. Like, once Chris Paul decided he was out, that to me was the time to just blow it up. And that being said, if you're doing the kind of like Masai Ujiri sign your guys and get an asset for them, this is better than letting Blake Griffin just leave yeah. in free agency. They got some stuff. Yeah. They've actually got an impressive amount of stuff for Chris Paul and Blake Griffin just leaving. Yeah. So, you know, I like that. It it feels like they're playing for free agency in two years because their books are basically well, clear. People then? are saying they're playing for free agency this year. They think they're they think they're in on LeBron, baby. That's what this is all about. <laughs> that LeBron's gonna want to play with Who's even under contract? Austin Rivers, Sam Decker, and well, Danilo? Well, I think the idea is that they can just get rid of everybody but Danilo. Oh, and then you just get a bunch of vets to you come. You get Austin. You and, get, like, Paul you get George. Paul George and LeBron. And then you just get, like, vets who want to shoot and yeah. stuff. Or maybe you pick up Beverly's option. I mean, Beverly's only at, like, $6 million too. Well, he's also has a very small guarantee for next season. Yeah. So he, he's only making five if they want the whole thing. Anyway, yeah. They have a lot of flexibility now, whereas before they did not. Um, to me, this says it It seems extremely unlikely that DeAndre Jordan would stick around. Yeah. I could, I could see a scenario where he maybe picks up his option if there's nothing. At, no, he's going to go. No I fucking think. way. He's gone. Uh, he was gone think, anyway. <laughs> do you think they'll be able to trade DeAndre and Lou Williams before the deadline? Yeah. So now especially like, if they don't care about getting anything. Yeah. I do think I mean it's it it'll be interesting because I think if they don't make any moves, the Clippers will still make the playoffs if they have DeAndre and Lou Williams. If they trade those guys, they won't. But their starting five now is like um I guess Austin's hurt right now, but it's like Tia Dosage, Bradley, Gallo, Tobias Harris, DeAndre Jordan. That seems like it's still better than the Utah Jazz. Yeah. And then you have Lou on the Lou off the bench and Decker and Harrell and you know, there's some stuff. Yeah. Anyway, back to how I why I like oh, yeah, this yeah, yeah, for yeah, the yeah. Pistons. Yes. So Blake, he's gonna enjoy basketball again, which Doc Rivers and Chris Paul snuffed that out years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh the only problem with that is he's now on a team with Reggie Jackson, the only person in the NBA that everyone hates more than Austin Rivers. Yeah, I would say that Austin Rivers has a, a higher place in the social hierarchy than Reggie Jackson. Yeah. Uh, but on the other side, Stan Van Gundy, mm-hmm. I think he's going to use him like a hyper-athletic Hedu Turkaloo like he did with the... Uh, I don't. I don't know that Blake is hyper athletic anymore. I mean, compared <laughs> but, to Hedo Turkoglu. Well, that's true. He's not chain smoking or eating an entire pizza <laughs> that's, before I mean, the compared game. Compared to Hedo Turkoglu. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think they're. I think Blake's gonna have a lot of fun handling. He's gonna get to handle the ball a lot. He's now the easily the best three point shooter on the team, which yeah. is weird. <laughs> it's definitely great for the NBA. I think to have him there, like he'll be in the East. Yeah. Um, 
he and Dr- Drummond has a good sense of humor. And yeah, look, everybody, I I hate the end of that contract too. But mm-hmm. again, what has Detroit ever done with cap space? It. When was the mm-hmm. last time Detroit signed somebody with money that was good? I just and I they d- got the best player in a trade. They did. It's just this is their team forever yeah. now. They because they don't even have like mid level. No, they don't have the mid level anymore. I mean, <laughs> just to just for a couple of a couple of things. Uh, it's Luke Kennard's time to shine, baby. It well, Luke Kennard is now a starter. Ish Smith is now a starter. Their starting five is now Ish Smith, um, Luke Kennard, Stanley Johnson. No, it's Reggie Bullock. Okay, and then. Blake you know who Griffin. Blake knows from the Clippers. Oh man, Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond. So that is one guy who can hit a fifteen footer. Uh, do you think Blake Griffin is going to call Andre Drummond DeAndre Rummond? <laughs> DeAndre <laughs> Rummond would be great. Uh, yeah. Look, their shooting is in. They've, but they've got Anthony Tolliver. He hits shots. I just wonder if. <laughs> I'm not totally convinced that the Detroit Pistons are a playoff team. They're three games out, I think, sure. right now. Um, yeah, no, the the bottom of the East. So the the Sixers are in eight, right? Yeah, I think the They're... Sixers are currently eight. Uh, it's not, let's just pull up the standings. Right I mean, now. according to Woj, they didn't make this trade for this year. They're kind of pretty sure they're not going to make the playoffs. Oh, the Pistons are just not even worried about yeah, it. Yeah, they're it's for, this is for next year. Okay, well, so next year, I mean, I'm just not sure what their ability to add comes from, though, because next year they're still locked into Reggie Jackson. They're paying Langston Galloway like seven million. They're yeah. paying John Luer like ten million. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andre Drummond will be making like twenty five million. Blake's making like thirty three. So who are they? Who are they going to be able to add to this core? I guess Henry Ellenson gets a promotion. I mean, I th- I would guess the idea is that they trade Stanley Johnson for things something. Yeah, it's a rough. It's a rough like. Being stuck with Reggie Jackson is rough. Yeah. Um, it's just not a lot of guys who... It's just... It's weird that they have paired Blake with, like, other DeAndre, too. Mm-hmm. When... Even when you saw them on the Clippers, you're like, wow, when Chris Paul and DeAndre play together, it's pretty great. And when Chris Paul and Blake play together, it's pretty great. And Blake and DeAndre kind of get in each other's way. I think they'll figure it out. Maybe. It's just it's a very it's a very limited amount of shooting. Although Detroit will probably be, you know, just as good on defense. Yeah. Tobias Harris is not really a star. Tobias Harris like You know how they talk about like the Ori Hydrox to the Oreo? Uh-huh. Is there like a like four steps down from Hydrox? Are you comparing Tobias Harris to Blake Griffin? I was going to compare him to Carmelo Anthony. Oh. Well, he's like... The thing is, Tobias Harris can actually shoot, though. Sure. Which I guess Carmelo Anthony can also do. But, I mean, that's the that's the thing. Like, 
for the fourteen million he's making next year, I still think he's uh, an asset. Just because he shoots forty percent from three. Yeah, I mean he's fine. I yeah. just don't want to watch him play basketball. God, he <laughs> seems like he seems like I would I would be very curious. Um, you don't hear that much about people disliking Tobias Harris. Maybe Scott Skiles didn't like him. But it just seems like he kind of gets traded a lot to match salaries or for other Scott reasons Skiles that are not him. that personal. He and Scott Skiles hated each other. Yeah. But that's I feel like that's that doesn't really say that much about Tobias I mean, he, character. He does not pass. Yeah. I just he he like literally does not pass. Tobias Harris. Yeah. Like if you give Tobias Harris the ball, he is shooting it. He has. He probably has a pretty high usage rate at this point. Um. So here's my question, Sean. Yes. Can Blake Griffin be an All Star again? All he has to do is beat out Kevin Love. See, that's that's the real hook. I think for sure. I think so too. Frankly, we were going to talk about this later. Yeah. But I think he should be an All Star this year. It would be the funniest thing in the world. John oh. Wall's hurt. They have to name an East replacement. <laughs> And it's Blake Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we had a hard time picking that last all-star in the East anyway. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so John Wall's <laughs> out for two months. We need a replacement. Doesn't really have to be a guard. I think they took more guards. He's on – is John Wall on LeBron's team or Steph's team? Uh, LeBron's. LeBron's team. Yeah. Okay. Seems like LeBron would want to play with Blake. He kind of needs more guards, though. Steph's team is pretty guard-heavy. I think we should not think about the All-Star game in position. Yeah, I just... <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know I don't know what... It's really up to Dwayne Casey, I guess, to see what kind of lineups. I don't think he's going to run the kind of offense that Brad Stevens did. That <laughs> The amazing. one that makes all the Everybody free agents want to come there. Everybody wants to come there. <laughs> uh, I think maybe Kemba Walker. I think that's what I'd pick. I mean, I would honestly pick Andre Drummond. That's actually who should be an all-star in the oh, East. Oh, man. Yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> so the Pistons, I guess Reggie Jackson's going to come back soon-ish. I think I, I heard he's still like a month away. And so right now the Pistons have lost eight games in a row. And they're playing tonight. They're playing the Cavs tonight. On TNT. On TNT with... Barkley is going to really be going off tonight. There's, like, no way Blake's going to be playing in that game, right? I don't think so. Yeah. So they're going to be starting Lure. Is Allenson going to get some burn? I think Tolliver. They uh, probably start Tolliver. What a weird team, man. Look, if they just didn't sign these weird fours... <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> this is, like, the point when... The Giants lost faith in their ability to draft, so they intentionally signed a free agent so they'd forfeit their pick. But yeah, they that didn't was embarrassing. To. That was a dumb thing to do. Um, but maybe that's it if you're the Pistons. You're like, this guy doesn't – you don't want him to have cap space. He's blowing all the draft picks. But at that point, are you like, maybe Stan Van Gundy shouldn't be the general manager of this team I mean, they, anymore? That should be – it should be that anyway. But, again – They've gone. They've had several general managers here, and none of them have ever figured out how to sign a person. Yeah, 
Joe Dumars had a bunch Even of phones. Even Joe Dumars, too. like who won a championship, mm-hmm. couldn't sign good free agents there. No, he kind of accidentally got Ben Wallace trading Grant Hill, and then he snookered Michael Jordan mm-hmm. to get Richard Hamilton. And then he traded for Rasheed Wallace, which was a really good trade. Yeah, but um, Danny Ainge kind of handed him that trade. Yeah. I mean, he, didn't he also cha- trade for Chauncey Billups? Uh, he signed Chauncey Billups. Okay. So that that's... was the last good free agent that... in 2002. <laughs> <laughs> that the Pistons made a, made a savvy free agent. So here, I'm telling you, who cares about cap space if you're the Detroit Pistons? It's just so weird that they're going to be paying a large luxury tax bill for the team. That that construction magnate who looks like uh, oh yeah he's the NBA there's something weird going on there so yeah well and he has a mandate that he wants to compete and he doesn't want to cut payroll so here's something that would be hilarious remember when LeBron tried to get this guy and Dan Gilbert to switch ownerships last year. Wait, really? Yeah, that was like a rumor that went around that that LeBron was going to make. A, that LeBron That's was like trying a 70s to get, style NBA yeah, move. That LeBron was trying to get the owner of the Pistons and uh, Dan Gilbert to switch ownerships because Dan Gilbert is from Detroit and loves Detroit so much, and he's moved all of his Quicken businesses to Detroit to rebuild it. Wow. Uh, it would be so funny if that happened, and then Dan Gilbert was like, I'm paying the luxury tax again? What <laughs> happened? <laughs> Oh, no! <laughs> God, Detroit's got to be a great predatory loan town. Oh. <laughs> um, Here's a question. Yeah. If you're DeAndre Jordan, do you regret not signing with the Mavericks in 2015? I would say probably. I don't think he does. I don't think he does. I mean, it seems like he... Like, it would have been a better move for him, but I just think he was, like, enough of a homebody and didn't want to go. Well, it's a weird thing because Dirk is famously the best teammate in the NBA. Yeah. And Blake, Austin, and CP3, I think, are three of the worst teammates in the NBA. Yeah. So what you're really measuring is getting screamed at by four people. Uh Uh-huh. And winning fifty games, and you know, honestly, versus hanging out with Dirk and not doing anything, and he probably could not have been a hooper anymore. But that was degrading to him. Yeah, he could have done something better. Like DeAndre, if you really, if you really want to expand your acting, people talk about L.A. or New York. You want to go to the Mavericks because they put together the greatest interstitial videos. They really they let do. You really. Like, Dirk really stretches out. Um, Berea is a good actor. Yeah. Like, it's a it's a pretty sizable town. I don't know what the improv community is like, but... Dallas? It's probably not bad. Yeah. And actually, I don't know if DeAndre's really an improviser we as much good, as he's a commercial actor. We know good comics from Texas. That's true. Um, all right. <laughs> so here's... I guess we did talk about what the Clippers' long-term plan is, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it's... They might be... You know, people are saying they're going to go after LeBron and Paul George, but 
to me, it just doesn't seem very realistic. Like, and also, what if LeBron just signs a one-year deal again? Well, then they're really set for it. Because yeah. then they don't even have to trade Tobias Harris or uh, um, uh, or Austin or Boban. Like, all of those guys are done in 2019. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, Wes know Johnson. The, you know what the real play might be? What's that? Clay Thompson in 2019. Yeah, because there's Clay Thompson, Jimmy Butler. Um, there's a bunch of guys that Kyrie, are Kyrie Love, I think is a free agent. <laughs> oh, what if they brought Kyrie and Love in? Oh my god, <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> like we didn't get LeBron, but your 2015 <laughs> Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so this, it I was never, surprising though. We should talk about this. Everyone kept telling us it was going to be a quiet trade deadline. Yes. In and fact, then yeah. one of the biggest, most recognizable stars in the league got traded. Yeah. That's crazy. Are we in for more trades or is this it? You think? I think the is Clipper, this what we're getting. I think the Clippers will be pretty aggressive. It just seems like there are some some DeAndre potential DeAndre Jordan rental homes available. Mhm. Like in Cleveland, like in Cleveland, like in Portland, like in Milwaukee. I feel like the price is probably not that high right now. It's picks. They want picks. They're saying they want picks for Williams and DeAndre and people think it's to move the worst contracts later. Oh. Oh, like to move Gallinari to pay later? people to move to take Austin and Gallinari oh. and Oh, well, I mean, that would work next year. I mean, like, you don't want too many first-round picks in a certain year anyway. Right. So, yeah, I mean, either they're playing for 2019 or they're playing for 2018. I am I mean, the thing I'm curious about is, like, which guy in particular soured on Blake or what happened. It could have just been that he got hurt again, and they're like, you just had your seventh knee surgery. I mean, I think that's closer to what it is. I don't think they soured on Blake. My guess is is it's like they kind of looked at their team and they were like, Gallo's hurt. This guy's hurt all the time. Uh-huh. Beverly's hurt. Like, we hate Doc Rivers. Like, yeah. let's just do something to do something. Like, this clearly isn't going to work. Now, you you suggested this, and I think it's a great idea. Could they pack? Are you allowed to package a coach and a player together? I did. I did. I did say this at one point. I don't think you are, but I think the dream trade for the Los Angeles Clippers would be Doc Rivers and DeAndre Jordan to the Bucks for Thon Maker and whatever. Yeah, <laughs> Jason Kidd's stuff, <laughs> like just a bunch of stuff from his desk that he didn't pick up yet. Um, should we hear from our Clippers correspondent, Clipper Daryl? Yeah, let's hear what he has to say. Man, I can't believe this, man. What is going on? Blake Griffin? An all-star? What did we get in return? What is going on? Who approved this? Just got one word for you now. Rebuild. Man, chill out, dude. He's emotional. (laughs) Um, so you would say that there's, if they're trying to get Paul George at all, there's no way they can retain Doc Rivers as the coach, right? Since he broke up with Cali. 
<laughs> and, and cheated on her, right? That was the... Allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly yeah. I mean, I think I do think Paul George would more would want to go to the Clippers, though. Yeah, I mean, like, he grew up the... a Clippers fan, right? Uh, whatever you root for in Palmdale. <laughs> no, it seems like he just wants to live in Los Angeles. No, but I'm pretty sure he said he said before that he grew up a Clippers fan. Man, that explains a lot. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> Of course he, he's, like, a yeah, number if, two who feels like he should be a number one but can't <laughs> handle it. Like, that's that's the last five years of Clipper basketball but yeah, if falling I were, short. But, yeah, if I were the Lakers, I would actually be worried about this. Oh, yeah. I mean. They have less stuff. Well, they have less theoretical stuff. Oh, then, then the Lakers do. Yeah, because like, like, no, I mean, like, if you're if you're a free agent, and you're considering it. You'd be like, well, they have Ingram and Ball, and yeah. like, be, where the Clippers have zero young players. No, they have they, they have Cinderius Thornwell and Jawan yeah. Evans, who are good for second round picks, but yeah, uh, and also signed for like one more year. Yeah, um, <laughs> and then. It's so weird that Tobias Harris is only 25 years old because he's been in the league for 17 yeah. years mm-hmm. um, and played for you but know, he's not two-thirds of the team's plans either. No. I mean, he's he's not somebody that you're going to want to play. No. But, you know, like he has a fine contract for what he is. Yeah. Oh, there's another, there's another thing I want to bring up. Yeah. Do you think... Draymond Green is upset that he doesn't get to play Blake Griffin four times a year or excited to play Blake Griffin once a year in his hometown oh. where he absolutely gets to destroy him. God, I mean, it's <laughs> I think in a way it's going to be sort of like worse for the Warriors and better for Draymond because Draymond was ready to go full Clay Thompson on those L.A. trips. Like, mm-hmm. the Warriors do not seem to take basketball very seriously in that city. Like, they go to meetings or right. they party or whatever. And I think Draymond will be somewhat relieved that his burning hatred of Blake Griffin will not interfere with his just party time L.A. atmosphere. Yeah, it's a fair um, point. But he might, he might try to make Blake cry in Detroit. I know. It's crazy. Because I, it's weird to see such direct neutralization like that with two mm-hmm. star players, where one guy just erases the other yeah. one like that. But Draymond does it to Blake. Griffin. He absolutely does that, and he's sort of more of a. I'm trying to think of what. Well, I guess Kawhi kind of did that to LeBron in the finals, but. That was also LeBron was very very tired, mm-hmm. I think, and cramping <laughs> a lot of cramping. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna miss that a lot actually because now it's like, look, if Doc's gone this summer, what Clippers we are we gonna about hate? that? Are they bringing Doc back? Well, I think that the it way this like year Doc has gone, saved his job. Yeah, because he did a great <sighs> job this year. Fuck that, man. But but the other question is, is 
Doc Rivers going to hang around for next year? Like, they're not going to be. He's a free agent, right? His contract is up. I think it is. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter, though, because he could. He's probably going to go do TV rather than coach a different basketball team, at least next year. I don't know. Don't you think he'd want that Bucks job? I mean, maybe. Do you think Doesn't everybody was... want that Bucks job? Aren't all the coaches like, give me that, give me give that, me that Bucks, Bucks job. Ugh, I need that Bucks. <laughs> I'm going cuck for Bucks. <laughs> um, <laughs> it seems like I just I just can't tell. I can't tell how much. I I'm, I don't have enough information to decide like what coach wants to live and work where, you know. Like I do think everybody likes wants to coach. Everyone wants to coach Giannis though, right? That's like a like how many times does a job open up where you get to coach one of the five best players in the NBA? That's true. It just seemed like Oklahoma City was not. I guess they just stuck with Scotty Brooks. Like they're kind of that was they they kind of went slow there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like the most high profile coach who's gone to like the most boondocky place. I mean, it's not like Milwaukee's a backwater or something either. It's like an hour from Chicago. It would be so funny if they brought Don Nelson back to coach Giannis. Oh, that would be so great. <laughs> <laughs> like how many how many times a year at this point in his life do you think Don Nelson would just no show no call a game? Well, he did it with the Warriors a couple yeah. of times. Yeah. I bet if they were winning zero. And he'd just be into it. Yeah. Well, it's also a real beer town. So yeah. That's, I mean, the, first, that. the thing with Don Nelson is the first couple of years with the contract, you're getting something good. Yeah. It's the last couple of years that you're not. Yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> he's pretty old now. <laughs> But I bet he still has like some real shrewd real estate property in Milwaukee that he could just move oh, I'm back sure. into, like just some condo it's he held cold. on to. He won't move there. Uh, I have a question about Blake Griffin's success in yeah. Detroit. Shoot, shoot, buddy. Do you think he is going to have a tougher time when he punches people now? Feels like I'm going to say no. Here, oh, here's another. I forgot to mention this. Here's another reason uh-huh. I think Detroit's going to work out for Blake Griffin. Okay. It's the only city in the world with RoboCop technology. Oh, so they could and rebuild so as his They can knee. rebuild Blake. I could see Stronger, that. better, faster. No. Well, I would buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's weird because I really do want Blake to succeed, and I like. He kind of has the RoboCop body type, too. Yeah, like, he kind of doesn't... It's, like, boxy. It's, he, like, looks heavy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, he's very <laughs> dense. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I was always... Even before he started getting hurt all the time, when Blake would, like, crash to the ground after dunks, it was always like, oh, that body is not shaped for that yeah, impact. I mean, he, he's shaped like Amari Stoudemire, yeah. let's be honest. They're, they're, like, the same. Yeah. Uh, But, if you remember right... First year and a half of that Amari Stoudemire contract was good for the Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, what went wrong? Well, he got matched with um, a non-shooting defensive specialist center. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, but no, I think Blake. I think Blake. I don't think Blake's gonna punch somebody in Detroit. I mean, that would be a nice change of pace. Yeah, I think. I. It look, just seems like the Pistons have like are like in even more injury prone than the Clippers. Sure, I just think that the Rivers CP3 uh-huh. combination di- does not like create a it's a it, it's a toxic gas. I think they're okay by themselves. But it's like when you mix, like, I don't know enough about chemistry. Like chlorine and ammonia. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And, like, it just kills... bleach and ammonia. It just kills any happiness for the game of basketball you have. It's true. What's your over-under on Blake Griffin games played next year? I'm going to say 65. I I think I would bet the under. I'd bet... I'm, I'm taking 65 on the nose. Okay, I am gonna take. I think I think the over under number should be like sixty one. Let's put, let's set it at fifty five. The over under at fifty five. Yeah. So he's gonna miss. Well, that's one third of the season. Yeah. I mean, that's usually what he misses. Yeah, right? he usually misses one third of the season. That's actually probably the right. Yeah. So, for his fifty five games. He'll be making thirty three. I'm taking the over. I'm taking the over on fifty five. I think he's going to be healthy next year. I think he'll go over fifty five, but probably I I would I would peg it at like sixty. I think we're getting fresh Blake. I think it's going to be nice. I don't I don't think his body is the same. I have faith, but also remember, I once on this podcast spent like an hour screaming about how Chris Bosh was going to play. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you are an optimist. I mean, I'm an, I'm an, I I like I hate injuries. I definitely want you to be right for sure. Which, by the way, speaking of injuries, you know who's coming back tonight? Jabari Parker. Ah, congratulations! That's great. <sighs> well, good they luck also have for not Doc Rivers next year. <laughs> they they also have not lost since they fired Jason Kidd. Wow, that's not a surprise <laughs> to me. I'm not really that shocked. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just in conclusion, you love it for the piss. Clipper Daryl, shut up. Yeah. Shut up, Clipper Daryl. <laughs> Fire Doc Stop Rivers. Fire Stop Doc it. Rivers when Sean is trying to speak. Yeah, talk in a normal voice. <laughs> Fire Doc um, Rivers. I'm still impressed that Jerry West got so much stuff. Yeah, I mean this is clearly a Jerry West move. Uh Maybe he'll sign Brian Cardinal for the uh, mid-level exception yeah. uh, this, this summer. <laughs> they should switch to those old, like, 1999 era Grant Hill-type jerseys with the weird horse on oh, the front. The, the, that's the worst. The, like, the worst. Jer- the equivalent of those, like, Akeem Olajuwon shoes. Yeah. Um. All right, should we do the ad read? Uh, sure, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, our ad read, we, we're happy to, to welcome a new sponsor this week, our first outdoor aquatic installation firm. It's Doc Rivers' River Docks. Sick of settling for those ocean docks? Then you need a freshwater specialist who specializes in putting mismatched overpriced components together to make a cohesive, if mediocre, hole. And those docks are secure. If you hit your boat to this dock, you're not going anywhere for a long, long time. Warning, they will commit to paying a lot of money for a smaller, related dock. 
Doc Rivers is fire. Do- River do- Doc Rivers is River Docs. Apparently, they're fireproof. Thank you, Doc <laughs> Rivers is River Docs. I really wish you did that ad read in the Doc Rivers voice. <gasps> Apparently, they're fireproof. <laughs> Austin. All right. Austin, hitch up the yacht. Uh, we should talk about this Miritich trade that apparently oh, yeah. just fell through. Man. <laughs> if I were the Bulls, I would be fucking, f- <laughs> like, okay, I guess we should talk about what it is. So, so how does, oh, yeah, okay, so the, the proposed trade. According to Woj, the trade was Nikola Miritich to the Pelicans for, <laughs> I can't believe it, uh, Omer Asik, oh, Asich, coming Asich, home to Chicago, and uh, a first-round pick. So the Pistons, so, <laughs> and Miritich wants them to pick up his contract option for next year. So this is what he says. I'll read the tweet because this just happened, listeners. Okay. Uh, uh, Chicago and New Orleans don't need Miritich's permission to make the trade. Should his $12.5 million team option in get guaranteed? It gets guaranteed with a trade. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Without that salary guaranteed prior to finalizing the trade, teams need Miritich to agree. Otherwise, Miritich likely becomes a rental for Pels. Then he says, essentially, Miritich has control over his future with a trade. He can't be sure that New Orleans will pick up his option next season unless Chicago does it for him prior to, prior to completing the trade. Mm-hmm. It is understandable why Miritich isn't eager to cost himself that $12.5 million. Yeah, so he, I think, does not have like a bargain for no trade clause. It's just uh, because of the bird rights aspect of it. Yeah. Um, you get a no trade clause when you sign a deal like right. that. So. Um, but he so if the Bulls don't pick up his option, it's a it's a pure team option, right? Yes. Okay. So yeah, if they want to trade him, and the trade fell through because the Pelicans don't want the option picked up, which I would just almost if, think if I were the Pelicans, just you're getting a playable player for Omer Osage. Like take the option. Well, and their their move this summer is. Resign DeAndre. You mean uh, Boogie? Which Sorry. rest in peace. Sorry. Get better. Yes. Get Sorry. better, Boogie. Uh, Boogie. Yes, Boogie out for the year. Although I did hear, I did read that they they are more optimistic about Achilles tears compared to how they were like three or four I years don't know, ago. Man, I just mean like Rudy Gay was out like six months. It's and true, not a year. So I don't know. But it, that's the bummer. Spurs. You can't. Yeah. You can't trust anything that happens on in San Antonio. But yeah, the the Pelicans next year priority 1A, 1B, 1C and 1D is getting Boogie to come back. Right. So they because don't have that any money for you get to, to keep Anthony Davis. Yeah. I guess they're worried about the tax, but Jesus. Like just pay it. Pay it once. Like you're getting rid of Omar Osage. That's yeah. like a a fucking burden on your franchise. Like an emotional burden, That's like too. the ghost that's been haunting the New Orleans Pelicans <laughs> for years now. Yeah, that's the way you you exercise that demon is, you know, you have to you have to make a sacrifice also, to get Miritich rid of Also, Miritich is actually good. 
Yeah, I think he's pretty good. Also a good fit with this team. Um, He could play with Boogie or Davis. Can you believe that Omar Oshik has a player option in the last <laughs> year of that deal? That's why he's looking at like 23 more million dollars. Oh, boy. But, yeah, they... So, anyway, New Orleans, just pick up the pick fucking it up. option. Get him, get him there. <laughs> now, is there any chance that um, Miritich was going to do it and then Bobby Portis locked eyes with him and said, you better make him pick up that option or <laughs> else I'm going I'm to punch your contract. <laughs> Um, all right, and then uh, should we talk about Joachim Noah? Speaking yeah, of old talk. bulls, uh, this is just a—it's a, not a surprise, but still a bummer. Um, he's been sent home by the Knicks because he got in a fight with uh, Jeff Hornacek. Yeah, yeah. Who? So I guess what happened was they—they they didn't have big men, and Hornacek was like, "All right, Noah, like we're prepare gonna yourself you. to take the floor." <laughs> And then they didn't really play him until the end of the game. <laughs> and then took him out after, like, three minutes. Yeah, he played, like, three, three <laughs> four minutes. And then uh, he got into a fight with Hornacek at practice the next day. Yeah. And then they just sent him home. And the this Knicks said they real classic to... Knicks shit, dude. He is, I think he's the most untradeable guy in the NBA. I would think. I think that's probably like right. Like, it's, because he's had a zero contribution he has four more, three more years <laughs> left on that deal. Man. Well, he said, I think it was a, it was a four, four year, year deal. deal. So he has, well, it's, he's, the problem is that the, the Knicks can't really even buy him out because if they stretched that giant amount of money, they'd have to do it for five more years. Yeah. So you just kind of want to just take your medicine and eat it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't really understand for... how buyouts work versus uh-huh. the cap. Oh, well, well, how it... I know how a yeah. stretch works. Yeah. But, like, a straight buyout, uh-huh. I don't really understand. Well, it's generally... it's You almost never see somebody getting multi-year buyouts, I think is right. the reason. Like, you buy out the last year. I mean, Dwayne year. Wade got one, right? Nah, he... Was, was the, he this, in the last year? Yeah, it was only a two-year deal. So, I think it's really hard... To buy a guy out. Now, now, I mean, the Pistons just cut Josh Smith and yeah. ate his entire deal and stretched him, too, mm-hmm. which is still hurting He's them, like the wise. NBA's Bobby Bonilla. Yeah, he, he will be paid. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting paid 5.8 by the Pistons in 2019-20. Just uh, so crazy. At which point he'll be 34 years old, I think. So tight. Um, which, you know what? Young. Now, do they? Would, <laughs> young would they, Josh Smith yeah. is still young. Dude. Would they? Would he? Does he have to pay an offset to the Pistons um, if he signs with the Big Three, or is it only the NBA? He's not old enough to sign with the Big Three. Yet. Yeah, but they're pretty loose on that. <laughs> <laughs> Who they? Nate Robinson wasn't old enough. Here's what. Here's what the. Here's why. What he's waiting on on the Big Three. Uh huh. He's waiting on uh, Joe Johnson to retire. Oh, because it'll be him. Joe Johnson and Josh Childress, right? That's a big three team. Yeah, that's an amazing team. Wow. <laughs> Just and then reuniting. They wait on, they the, wait on the, Horford to come. 
Oh, that'd be great. Well, Marvin Williams is like two years away. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if they somehow also passed on Chris Paul in the big three? <laughs> um. All right. There was one other thing. Oh, was... yeah. The other the other thing I thought was sad was like because these contracts are so big and so untradeable, and the teams can't really buy him out. Mm-hmm. Um. He's he's gonna get Luol danged. Well, and it's sad that those guys were teammates this for is, so long. This is and... what I was going to bring up. Oh, yeah. Is it like a rule that if you were on that Bulls team, you get you just get sent home for a few days in the middle of the season? Yeah, I mean, like that happened to Derrick Rose. Yeah. I feel like Carlos Boozer was sent home at one point. <laughs> Maybe from the Lakers. Maybe I just feel like he looks like he's in trouble all the mm-hmm. time. I mean, Osage is getting sent home right now yeah oh wow he's from that team too um <laughs> mike dunleavy jr i believe got like a one game suspension recently he's he's a good boy though is mike dunleavy in the league uh he's hurt but he's in the league who okay. is mike dunleavy jr playing for i believe he was oh you know what i think the hawks cut him let's see yeah travis schlank knows better than to have mike dunleavy jr around uh he is yeah, he's a he's a free agent. So it's not gonna be playing anywhere. Good. Uh he <laughs> get out of my face, they Mike. They waved him on June thirtieth. Yeah. You know why? Because Travis Schlank knows not to have Mike Dunleavy Jr. around your yeah. losing basketball team. He did score twenty points uh in January a year ago. Wow. Uh all right. Anyway. Who cares about Mike Dunleavy Jr.? So Sorry. here's here's what what does all of this portend for the future of the Timberwolves is my question. Oh, for the future of the Timberwolves. Yeah. That's right. Like, are they also going to become in like, like a haunted seven years park? in seven years? Are Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins getting sent home from teams because they're so, so tired. They really left it all on the floor yeah. somewhere. Like how old is Luol Dang now? Not that old, right? <laughs> I think he got drafted in 2005. He's 32. That's not it's not that old. 33 this year. No, I technically feel... only 2 years out of your prime. Yeah. Now, no Noah, I think a might not take care of himself super amazingly all the time. And he's got uh, Anderson Verajao disease where his limbs are made of taffy. Yeah, and he just falls down a lot. And he's like <laughs> running into people. And, and his hair is really long. His hair is like, he's a little bit gross. Like, it mm-hmm. feels like he's probably like a nice person to hang out with. But, like, you know neither of those guys is like an aggressive right. shower. And Derek Rose is know. like a literal monster. He is a monster. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also don't trust kirk heinrich but see oh that's the thing is okay this is what the timberwolves need to do because the only guy who had career longevity and can like walk without a cane now is kirk heinrich, kirk heinrich. and the reason is he, he... covered his body in pads <laughs> and warming equipment and goggles and headbands and sweatbands and that's just what like like wiggins should do that now he's the he's young enough <laughs> All right. Is this our episode, Sean? I think that's our episode. We 
We'll be back later this week. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be more weird news. I feel bad for Clipper fans, I got to say. And I feel excited for Pistons fans. Cause like, which which Clipper fan do you feel worst? Uh, Kay Levine, specifically. Yeah, I was going to... I meant, like, oh, Frankie Sa- Muniz. Sa- or, oh, oh. Or uh, uh, Clipper Daryl. Or, uh, I don't feel bad for Crystal. Or I Billy think, Crystal, yeah. <laughs> I guess... I don't feel bad for Clipper Daryl. I'm um, oh, this is what we should bring up. Yeah. Daniel Child, our uh, oh, fan on Danch, Twitter. Yes. Uh the Danch. Um Billy Crystal should be ecstatic right now. Because with Bobion coming to town <gasps> We could have another too. giant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. And that's great. And um Yeah, I feel like Wow, that could be a whole new avenue for him. Just a brand of crystal we haven't seen in a while. Yeah, um, he could have like seven hundred Saturday nights because Boban's always going to be in that spotlight game. Uh, do you think? I think he actually might end up doing some media stuff. Like, wouldn't you have Boban on? Like, literally any talk show that tapes in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, for sure, dude. Like, Ellen should have him on. No, Kimmel should have... He should just be a regular on Kimmel. Yeah, show. like, he might just get a job, a part-time job <laughs> at the show. Uh, yeah, that is one thing that Clipper fans should be very excited about. Now, yes, they lost the greatest Clipper of it, all time. Yeah, and there's no way he gets a statue or a jersey retired No, not now. now. Not now. Same with Chris Paul. Like, well, Blake could get. I think Blake could get his jersey retired because they traded him. Yeah, Chris Paul. No, I think though. I think they'll end up retiring both of them because Ball. They have to be retire. Because there's no. They have none, right? This is yeah. They have none. This is such a weird thing for Balmer to do. It feels like what is he? What's his end game here? Oh, he just he hired Jerry West and he did what Jerry West Yeah, said. but he wants to build a stadium like soon. Yeah, he just thinks his team was crappy. <laughs> just move to Seattle, dude. Yeah. I'm sorry Clipper fans, but <laughs> by the way, But yeah, also uh, if you're a Clipper fan, it would also be fun to root for the team in Seattle. Like because Seattle gets a team and that's like heartwarming as opposed uh-huh. to what's happened to you. <laughs> Who hurt you the last couple of well, years? The cli- the, there's so it's so rare to have any Clipper fan with roots too, right? Like even even Kate I mean, Levine, Paul George the podcast, yeah, Paul George, <laughs> uh, Penny Marshall's pretty much been in from the beginning, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Muniz only likes him because he customized, yeah, yeah, an NBA two K <laughs> team or something. Um, yeah, and then. All of the Clipper fans I know in L.A. are people from different places who didn't want to root for the Lakers, but right. like basketball. So, yeah, that could work itself. By the way, if you want to go to some live basketball in the Los Angeles area, these Clipper these prices are, are so unbeatable. Um, yeah, I think I think you might actually be able to go see the Mavs and the Clippers for like $3 next Monday. Oh, so tight. Yeah. Um, Clipper Daryl, anything you want to say before we leave? Fire! Uh, thanks. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Clip. Thanks, CD. <laughs> All right. Um, great. Sean, anything you want to plug? Um, just uh, the Everything Report. Check it out on Instagram. Oh, and I'll be at Cobb's Comedy Club 
in San Francisco on February 9th and February 10th with Michelle Wolf. Ooh, that's a fun show. Yeah, it should be good. Two shows each night. Um, I'm going to be on the Air Buds podcast. Hell uh, yeah. Today, I have to go record it in 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, so shit. It's a lot of basketball talk. Uh, I'm going to assume I'll be talking about the Blake Griffin trade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, <laughs> where this week I tweeted, show number 22 was amazing in Bangor, Maine. Next up, Portland, Maine tomorrow. I still love dancing. Real talk. Oh. Trust the process. Trust the process. Shut it down. Let's, Let's go, go to Bangor, Bangor Maine. Maine. <laughs> I have respect for guys. I have respect for guys' games and what they've done, but at no point in my career will I ever back down. I will never back down. I have respect for guys, but I will never apologize. I dunk. I shoot. Value. My way, 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 way. I've never tried to make people mad. I've never tried to make people look bad. Sometimes things happen. Life goes on. I dunk on everybody. I dunk, dunk on everybody. I dunk on everybody. It's a blast for me. I dunk on everybody. I dunk, dunk on everybody. I dunk on everybody. That's what people want to see. I will never back down. I have respect for guys, but I will never apologize. I dunk on everybody, I dunk, dunk on everybody, dunk on everybody. It's a blast for me. I dunk, dunk on everybody, I dunk, dunk on everybody, dunk on everybody. I will never back down. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.